welcome to the Big Talk Small Vertical Podcast. As always, I am Dallin. I'm Bryce. And I am Ben. That's right, yeah. folks. In-season guest, Super Zombies owner, Ben Levitt. How you feeling? I feel good. Good. I feel good. Thank you. Good. Thanks for asking. Well, uh, why not get started? And let's uh, let's go ahead and jump into the newsroom. Let's begin the show by starting it. Newsroom. All right. Well, uh, we have a trade to discuss. We'll hit that at the end. Go through the ad drops, of which there are many. But uh, we're recording on Tuesday. I don't remember if we recorded last Tuesday. It was Monday. We recorded on a Sunday, Sunday last week. Well, anyway, we're going back through the fourth. Um, that seems appropriate. We spoiled them last week with an early with an early. Oh podcast. no, we have to go back through the third because if we do that, then we can read about the Yaming Dynasty dropping Troy Brown Jr. for Bobby Portis. Oh yeah, sad day. I Therefore, blame. bringing my bold prediction to fruition, which is. When that Troy Brown Jr. would not be on your team by the next round. I blame Scott Brooks because I still think Troy Brown's good. But Bobby Ford has been good, so that's okay. Win-win? Mm. Lose win? No, it was just like a win. Like a win? It's a bigger win I'm, I'm for won. the league as a whole. Yeah, because now they can just pay attention to Taylor Horton Tucker, who's amazing. <sighs> and... Uh, advertisement. I was going to play a sound drop there, but... Wasn't quick enough. Um, next up, the Highlanders dropped Jay Crowder for Gary Trent Jr. Gary Trent Jr. might be in the running for most ad drops. Uh, every time um, I see his name, I think of that. Up. So, um, yeah. Desert Storm yeah. dropped Tristan Thompson for Maxi Cleaver. The clock. What if uh, maybe both of you are the next Dirk? We do double ducks. Yeah, it could be double ducks. It could be triple ducks. We do triple ducks. Triple ducks? Who is the other? I, I think I also told uh, Maxi Kleber that he's the next to me. Uh, so- triple ducks. <laughs> uh, the flock dropped Josh Jackson for Royce O'Neal. Super Zombies dropped Bismack Biombo for Jordan Clarkson. Highlanders dropped Gary Trent Jr. for Kelly Olinick. The Pride dropped Naz Reed for Ennis Cantor. I don't think anyone considers that a long-term ad, but Cantor has treated him well. Cantor has been good. Um, Rainbow Riders dropped Desmond Bain for the second or third time. And, <laughs> and not the last up, time, I'm sure. <laughs> probably not. Picked up Derek Rose. The Flying Hellfish dropped Precious Achua and picked up Patty Mills. East Mace Trading Company dropped Peyton Pritchard and added Sadiq Bay. Oh, Peyton. Highlanders dropped Daniel Tice and add Josh Jackson. Desert Storms drops Maxi Kleber and adds Jay Crowder. Triple Dirks. <laughs> Goats add Justin Holiday. I believe that was from putting Pokushevsky on the IR. Um, keyboard Cat drops Lonnie Walker and adds Nick Batum. Hmm. The Flock drops Royce O'Neal, adds TJ McConnell, hmm. who then went home to be with his wife for the birth of his son, so I don't think he played any games at all before going on the IR for for Benson. Um, East Mace Trading Company drops Matisse Thibel, adds Jared Vanderbilt. That was not easy to do. That was a surprising one for me. Mm. Does he happen? 
it's just not happening for Matisse. I, I, I just don't think it's going to happen the idea for Maris. Nice. Um, you sure loved him, though. I And I still do. I love the idea of him. Yeah. The Flying Hellfish dropped Patty Mills and add Tyrese Maxey, which is, I believe, the second time he added Tyrese Maxey this season. Or maybe he drafted Tyrese Maxey. He was an undrafted. He was, an, he was a signed, undrafted rookie. Okay. But, uh, like the next day, Wayne he's been He's been excellent in... He had a very good week mess. last week. Yeah, because they don't really have anybody playing in Philadelphia. Yes. Yeah, it was like um, Tyrese Maxey and a few volunteers from the crowd. Yeah. Well, Embiid came back Point on like Saturday or Sunday or something like that. Well, and they also had Isaiah Joe. They did have Isaiah Joe, which is the next one. Um, <laughs> oh, Segway. drops Nerlens Noel and adds Isaiah Joe, who is good for those two games that I've had him so far. He's a good shooter. Nerlens Noel. Noel. Should we talk about the trade offer you made me with him right before you dropped him? <laughs> sure. What was the trade offer? Uh, Noel for Ubre straight up. Oh, yeah. I really won that trade by not taking on <laughs> Kelly Ubre. Yeesh. Oh, <laughs> um, there is such a thing as addition by subtraction. Um, Rainbow Riders drop Derek Rose at Hamadou Diallo. The Highlanders drop Josh Jackson, which is. His like fourth transaction. How many times week. has his name been mentioned in this a segment? A lot, a lot. Um, added Gary Harris, <sighs> then dropped Jakob Pertle and added, added Daniel Tice. The Pride drops Mason Plumley and added Mo Wagner. Which is a little bit surprising. Mason Plumley's been good. Doesn't Trevor know that if I drop Gary Harris, he's supposed to not touch him and let me just continue to watch him just in case <laughs> I want to pick him back up? Maybe. <laughs> Um, the flock drops TJ McConnell as Royce O'Neal, and the Flying Hellfish drop Davika Zubach and adds Patty Mills. Patty Mills' name was mentioned a few times in this. Yeah, been I think well. they might be all Hellfish. Yeah, he dropped him on the 9th, picked him up on the 12th. Um, so he added him on the 6th, dropped him on the 9th, picked him up on the 12th. Mm. So He's top 100 right now. Patty Mills is looking all right this yeah. season. Yeah. What are the odds that he finishes the season top 100? Uh, same about uh, the same odds that he ends the season on the Flying Hellfish. Yeah, I don't think it's necessarily a long term move. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a long term. If he adds and drops him twice a week, then uh, there's like a 60% chance that he'll end the season there because that's just kind of where he goes. Um, but anyway, not anything that stands out to you guys as being significant. No, we other than my drops. Just the failed dreams of a few owners and some of the players they've been holding on to. Like Gary yeah. Harris and Matisse Thibault. Gary Harris, Matisse Thibault, Troy Brown. There's some uh, There's some hearts broken There's some week. holdouts there that were let go yeah. into the void. Yep. Um, Lonnie Walker's probably. Lonnie, well, Lonnie Walker same. was kind of a, he's already there, kind of. Yeah. Desmond Bain, again. <laughs> He might yeah. be a candidate for the most added. I think we're kind of all from Bram. Every time I hear the name Desmond Bain, I just picture Tom Hardy playing basketball. That makes sense. But <laughs> I think we're kind of – some of these teams are getting to the point where they're they're worried. I know I am. Scramble. Worried. It's the yeah. third week scramble. Yeah, it's time to work. Plus, I got a new young guy that I love irrationally. Um, and then we'll go on to the trade as well. The flock sends Keldon Johnson to the Rainbow Riders in exchange for Jonas Valanciunas. Mm. Um, Bram, if you're out there, we're worried. I we're concerned, and we love you. I I think I think that the flock got the much better end of that deal. 
Um, I'm not really. I think I'm lower on Kelvin Johnson than, than other people are. Uh, I'm right there with you. I think. Okay. He was on my. He was. I like Kelvin Johnson, but I think what you said a few times of Derek White basically just coming back and taking those minutes. I see that happening. But I mean, last time you said that, that was before he hurt his foot again. Yeah, so he might be out. Wow. Yeah, but Keldon Johnson was on my on my big board for the draft. I did not think he'd be as good as he's been. I mean, he's, he's ranked what? He's surprised. Sixty right now. He's surprised. He's got a good name. I 60, like the name. Sixty-nine. He's in the sixties. I don't trust it. He didn't get defensive stats in college. He didn't get defensive stats in the G League last year. Really? Yeah. Well, uh. Um. Okay, give me one second. He's got one point two. Keldon Johnson last year or in college, he only played one season. He got zero point eight steals and zero point two blocks, and that's in thirty one minutes, which is a lot in college. So he's got the same block rate, and the steals are up point four a little bit. No, I think they're up a lot. Uh, he's at one point two. In how many minutes? Thirty one. That's, that's a lot of minutes. Yeah. Um, maybe it's the real deal. Maybe it's 1. not. 1.33s. At the end of the day, I think Benson got exactly what he was looking for in another center. Like, yeah. uh, get help that field goal, help those rebounds. Guy that's going to get minutes every night. And I think he got out from Kelvin Johnson. He sold high. He yeah. sold high. Um, we'll Kelvin Johnson in the, in the G League, 1.0 steals, 0. 0.5 blocks. Mm. So it's just not that good. He's definitely, yeah, he's definitely outperforming what he's done. So we'll see if he can maintain it. But I, I tend to think that Benson did well by got, moving on. Me too. Yeah. Um, and it's a really good fit, which doesn't mean that it's bad for Bram, but the problem is Bram has like two centers left and neither of them is very good. Well, what I realized too is Bram has his own pick next year and I think he's trying to tank to get into the 21 draft. I don't think that's true. <laughs> that seems unlikely. Yeah, but uh, no, he has playing center for the Rainbow Riders, Sergi Baca, who's there's no guarantee that he's going to be worth rostering. Come On the best time. team in the NBA, what? Yeah, and and Pascal Siakam, who's playing better. He's good. He's not really a center, but he just need. But like, if you only have two guys that you can put into that position, you're going to end up having active players on the bench sometimes. And maybe it's not that big of a deal this year because there are just so many players that are out. So nobody really has full rosters. I don't know. Mm. But it seems like a problem to only have two two guys to fit into that spot. So I like the trade for the flock pretty comfortably, both in terms of fit and in terms of total value. <laughs> Well, any other news to report? No. We should probably do like an injury, like major injuries like in major the news. Injuries. But honestly, I don't I don't know like the easy way to track all of those things. Uh, Ryan towards ACL, Markel Fultz towards ACL. <laughs> yeah, let's talk Fultz about that. Thomas Bryant, uh, out for the season. So sad. Do you shop or do you just carry him? I don't know. Dallin. I sent you my offer. <laughs> the corpse wasn't even cold yet. Still warm. <laughs> Body was still warm. Hey, the, the sales are always up and ready out in the, uh, on the old west. East? East. <laughs> in the old east trading company. I don't even know my own name. It is uh, 1040 at night, folks. Yeah. 
So, no, it sucks. But what, you know, it is what it is. What do you do? What are you gonna do? Hopefully, Jaron Jackson comes back soon, and I can just flop him out. There you go. Well, even then, it, it to a degree it robs you of a, a streaming spot. I mean, you can still stream, but it's just it's it's tougher. It's yeah, and like you're, you're gonna end up with another injury. Or hey, two or hey, three. hey! It, wow. COVID year. Jeez, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting on like five right now, so it seems, and, and I'm not alone. I know a lot of teams have a lot of injuries. It's true. With COVID, it's that IR spot. I don't know. Should we have considered adding the second IR spot? Probably wouldn't have been know. a bad idea. I'm, as like a, a as, as like it's a, late it's now. definitely too late now, but as like a, like a COVID specific. Like a COVID exception year. Yeah. I really, I really dropped the ball on not exploring that. Sorry. That's okay. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm gonna I'm gonna give a formal <clears throat> uh, complaint to league. Management. Well, that would go through tr- Trevor, and you're gonna need and you're gonna need league form two eight B. Okay, on it. And he only accepts those on Thursdays. Trevor, I'll be in touch. Um, but it. yep, moving on to the those two injuries. Kyrie Irving doesn't feel like playing, so he doesn't. Yeah, it's just kind of an injury to the Yummy Dynasty, at least. What are you gonna Functionally. do? Are you gonna shop him? Are you gonna shop any of the injured guys you got? No. Same question. No, I mean, Kyrie will come back in a couple days. He'll have to Thomas quarantine. Bryant for him. He'll have to quarantine, so he'll be out for another ten days probably. So I'll miss my, miss out on him much of last week. He probably didn't cost me anything last week. I won seven two, and I would have just won like a different type of seven two if he had played. I don't know. Some of those categories were won on Sunday. They were really close. <clears throat> they were. So I, he probably would have won field or free throw percentage for me, but he would have lost turnovers. Uh, so unless he got like four blocks, was, yeah, you know, it not much of a difference. I think I think it would have just been a different type of seven one. I'll need him this week, mm-hmm. and I won't have him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, anyway, freaking Kyrie, what can you do? Uh, I'll, make, I'll make the playoffs as long as he plays in the playoffs. I'll be happy. All right. Well. That would lead us right into the weekly awards, I believe. Yeah. Um, so why don't we go ahead and see who the number one player in fantasy was. Number one. You're number two. Um, the number one player last year, or last week, this is last seven days, actually starting from today rather than Sunday night or Monday morning, but good enough for me. Mm-hmm. Um, totals, it was CJ McCollum, number one. Look, Simba, everything the light touches is our kingdom. So in four games, he scored 113 points, 17 rebounds, 16 assists, six steals, one block, and 21 threes. On 51% field goal and 93% free throw. He's played really well this year. Seven turnovers, too. That's not that many for a guard who's doing all he's that. He's Portland's best player right now. He's, he's been good. Yeah. And the prize has been good. Portland's a pretty low turnover team, aren't they? That's beside the point. He's very good, yes. They don't really pass it that much. I think they, there's a lot of, like, CJ, you were be the offense now. And then, <laughs> all right, Dane, you're the offense now. So... If either of you get in trouble, pass it to Nurk. No, that hasn't really solved any problems this year. But nope, he's been he's been great, and he got greater last week. Mm-hmm. So, well, good for Brandon. Good for Brandon. And the pride. Very excited for number two. 
Who's number two? I guess two? we're not going to talk about number two. We don't really do that on the show, is. but let's go ahead. Who was number two? <laughs> Who was not as good as number one? Chris Boucher. Oh, the Boucher. <laughs> Sorry. I thought we were going down that list. Nope. 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 That's just... why I'm the guest. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, you don't listen to the show either. I mean, come on. Uh, what are we doing here? I just got excited to <laughs> rub that in your face a little bit. I'm doing fine. Uh, are you? Well, last week you won. That's good. Yeah, you're doing all right. All right. Moving on to the best rookie of the week. The season premiere of The Rookie, Sunday, January 3rd on ABC. Big changes. Oh, gosh. Last seven days, average. Tyrese Halliburton was number 29. Excuse me. No. That's not number one. Tyrese Halliburton right, was number That was nine, the right fantasy team. Right fantasy team. Wrong player. 29th was not good enough. Lamelo Ball, 26. Wait, are we doing this last seven days? We're doing, we're doing season yo, average. Yo, yo, no, I last seven days. It's the player of the oh, week. You're right. Although you could do the whole season, and it would probably be the same answer. Um, It might be. Yeah, Lamelo Ball's been great. 14 and a half points, 11 rebounds, eight steal, or eight assists, 1.3 steals, 0.3 blocks. Only one and a half turnovers is really good. Mm-hmm. And he shot 45% this week. Mui BM. That's really good. Yeah. First first game of this week, though, he was one for nine. So He'll have some of those. But you know what? He made up for it with like 14 rebounds or something. He's um, big. He gets a lot of boards. He does. He's big. He weighs nothing, though. He's like a tall paper like the small centers that like like who's somebody like who's like a skinny rookie this year that that should rebound that doesn't like a like a like a like a like a pokachevsky like that guy <laughs> that was low <laughs> that, was, that was low uh, more on that but it was good. later in the podcast stay tuned um i don't know i've been i've been happy with lamella ball I can guarantee bram would like him back but it ain't gonna happen uh probably ain't and let's see Offers me something really good. I was going to say. <laughs> never say never, folks. He's running out of players that he can <laughs> offer for LaMelo Ball. Uh, he's still got Booker. Still got Booker. NBA. I would take that. He would not. There's no way. That's all right, though. Um, and then the shoulda, woulda, coulda, the best player on the waiver wire in the last seven days. Last week, I believe, uh, well, Chetty Osman was week one, and then last week it was a one Bobby Portis, who is now owned on the Yao Ming Dynasty. Week three, the results may surprise you, and those results are... Tyus Jones, number 34. Um, over the last week, he put up 41 points, 13 rebounds, 31 assists. That, how, many, how many people lost assists by fewer than 30? Probably uh, a lot. Probably a lot. Nine steals is a lot of steals for one week. Um, I think he's pretty definitively a career backup. But, but when John Morant's out, when yeah, any starting point guard is worth having. Um, he was playing 30, 30 minutes, thirty seconds. So if you got somebody putting up thirty minutes of point guard play, there's a good chance they're going to be. How long after this show until Tyus Jones is on the Young Dynasty? Um. I don't know. Because Bobby Portis lasted about an hour. No, um, he's still on my team. No, no, I mean, oh, like, that yeah. was the show ended, and then, like, I, like, woke up the next morning, and I was like, I made a joke about that, and it happened. Bryce it did, did that. It did happen. Yeah. It did happen. Um, I don't know. He's been good. I'll have to look into when, I don't know. 
but good player. Should have added him. Well, he, he may or may not be available, so go grab him now if you're able. Well, I don't know. I mean, maybe you just don't think he's that good. It's Tyus Jones. He's, like I said, definitively a backup point guard, so I don't think yet anybody has to rush out and grab him. But as a streaming option, probably pretty attractive. How many games did the Grizzlies play this week? Do we know that? I don't know. My streaming guy played five. Probably three or four. Philly played five, so I wanted a 76er. While Ben's looking that up, um, I will talk about the I've got nothing. Well, you want to just move on to the power rankings? We can move on to the power rankings. Yeah, let's move on to the power rankings. This country, you got to make the money first. Then when you get the money, you get the power. Then when you get the power, then you get the war. All right, so going up the list from 14 to 1. Number 14. <laughs> you have no power here. I really want to watch Lord of the Rings right now after watching that clip. I think you have that ability. I mean, not right now. Is it available to stream? Do we know that? I would assume. Somewhere? For free? Without having to pay Amazon or something? I can find it one way or another. Anyways, number 14. Uh, winning ain't Toto. Winning isn't everything. It's really clear to me. No, winning isn't everything. On that we should agree. He's, uh, he has second in turnovers, eighth in threes, and ninth in blocks. He's rebuilding. Yeah. He's making his way up those charts. But power rankings don't care. Power rankings is merciless and demands action right now. This is Cobra Kai. I suppose it is. Yes. Um, moving up, though, no number mercy. 13, the East Mesa Trading Company. Ooh. Number 12, the Flock. That's Ele- surprising. It is surprising. Hmm. Uh, no, I did always kind of think that the power rankings would be a little cruel to... A team that punts as, as, as hard as that. But you also gave double uh, credit for... Sorry, I'm trying to fix a drawer in my desk. Yes. Uh, I did, but like the problem is he's lost two of his But when you're losing your matchups, matchups, then it's hurting yeah, you double. So, so. so that's actually dragging him down when it was supposed to buoy him up. Um, next up is the Flying Hellfish at 11. Mm-hmm. 10, the Yao Ming Dynasty. Nine Rainbow Riders, eight Boom Shakalaka, seven Avatar on Blu-ray, six The Goats, five Keyboard Cat, four San Diego Super Zombies. Yes. Number three, Desert Storm. Number two, The Pride. And our two-time Power Rankings champion, The Highlanders. There can be only one. Duncan, the Highlander. Here we are. I can feel the power. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a great episode. It really is a good one. Is that the one where they're running in slow motion through the mall? 
Or is that a different episode? They're trying to chase up to one girl. Anyways, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, great show. Good times. Um, so anything out there stand out to you? Um, well, <laughs> like I pointed out, uh, number 12, The Flock. Um, he's been pretty healthy. So this is, right? Am I well, wrong? yeah, he was missing out on some Ben Simmons last week. Yeah, that's even, true. Even some Ben Simmons is a, lot. is a lot for him. Yeah, I don't know. It's just... Uh, what, is there anything got, that stands out to you why that's pretty um good? He's seventh in field goal percentage, which is not acceptable for him. No. He can't afford to lose that. He's fourth in rebounds, which is good. I think Elite but, is top three, though. Yeah, so he's flirting with it. Well, and the problem is everybody who's better at rebounds is a playoff team. Yeah. So if, if the plan is to steamroll through the playoffs, that's not cutting it. He's also, last year was very good at assists. This year he's ninth. So worse than average. I still think he's got a good assist team. Any team that has Lonzo Ball, Ben Simmons, and Ricky Rubio, and you can say what you want about Ricky Rubio, but his assist numbers have been okay. Like they've been good. Five, six, seven, eight, I think. Um, I don't know what his average is. Five point three. <clears throat> like that's still useful. It's useful. It's not Ricky Rubio. But like yeah, it used to be like eleven. So but, and that's on thirty nine percent shooting. Is that pretty standard for Ricky Rubio? Uh, I mean, that feels It's low, not very high volume, but, but Lonzo Ball is the same, and that is high volume. Yeah. yeah. The Lonzo Ball trade is looking a little shaky at this point. Maybe um, he could just send them all over to the East Mesa Trading Company, pair maybe, them with the other ball brother. Maybe. Um, I was also surprised to see the Goats at number six. He's really low in the standings, but he does well in the head-to-head stats. Um, he's second in free throw percentage, fourth in threes, third in points, sixth in rebounds, second in assists, tied for sixth in steals. So his team's playing well. It's just it seems like a lot of bad luck. Yeah, honestly, like just losing out. If you're Taylor, do you do you panic or or do you say it was bad luck? Let's let's let the ship right itself. I think he needs to tighten a few things up. He can clean up the bottom of his roster, and I think. Probably be fine. The problem is, he's got to pass like five guys in order to get in the playoffs, and that's a lot tougher. But there's still a and lot those of- five guys are all trying to pass people to get in the playoffs too. Yeah, so. so it's he's got work to do, but he can he can win weeks big, and he can and he has a lot of time to work. Mm-hmm. We still have ten weeks left. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's plenty of time, um, especially for a team that can pull off big wins. So I wouldn't panic too much. Yeah, um, we're, we're actually. I guess we probably don't need to talk about him too much since we're going to be talking about him a lot. Spoiler. Spoiler Stay alert. Tuned, kids. But um, anyway, no, it. I wouldn't worry too much. Also, the pride's way up there, and good for him. He deserves it. He's top. CJ McCollum, baby. Thank he's, you, he's top, CJ. He's twelfth in blocks, thirteenth in turnovers, and then top five and everything else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And even, even even that undersells. How old do you? Fourth in, fourth in field goal, fifth in free throw, second in threes, first in points, third in rebounds, third in assist, second in steals. That's really good. Yeah. Well, Brandon, knock it off. I've got your freaking draft pick. Uh, well, I, I don't think CJ McDonald is going to finish in the top ten. Well, good for Brandon, though. Yeah, no, things are going great for him. When are we ever going to give him respect? At some point in the future, I guess. Not this week. <laughs> I mean, when when I'll allow the algorithm to give him respect, but I don't think that means we have to. That's just love you, Brandon. Yeah, thanks for the logos. 
Uh, I don't know. I, I requested <clears throat> I requested some work done on Sunday. Here it is Tuesday night. I ain't got nothing. Hey, I picked Brandon to win last two weeks ago or whatever it was. So I see the, I see the the promise in the young man. Yeah. Nope. He's playing well. All right. Well. Um, oh, one other thing to note from this is that there are only at this point two teams who have won each of their head-to-head matchups. Yeah, there are. Um, the Super Zombies and Desert Storm, and they're playing each other right now. So some someone's O has got to go. <laughs> and this is a grudge. This is a grudge match. Is this grudge match? Uh, you tell me. Do you have a grudge against Ben Frederick? Grudge match. <laughs> it's a grudge match. There's bad blood I, in the water. There's really not. I love you. Then it's not a not a grudge match. Grudge match. <laughs> You know what time it is? It's time for Podcast Pick'em! I feel like your announcer voice kind of takes the edge off of the Mortal Kombat theme song. <clears throat> I don't mean to take away from the sound drop. We can record it, this again. It, no, it's fine. I, I, I will say... Bryce, like, I said I was sorry. I, I had I had actually picked <laughs> myself... <laughs> I had actually picked myself to lose this matchup, and then the Mortal Kombat theme song got me so jacked up that I reversed the pick, <laughs> and now I think I'm going to win. <laughs> I don't think anybody believes that you ever thought you were going to lose a match. Whoa! I don't. I can't. I don't know what I'm looking at. There's a lot of things. See, on this page. Right there, I had four five, and then I scratched down, put five four. Look at that, jacked for that win. Yeah, I'm ready to go. Um, you about and, a third of my team yeah. is not ready to go. <laughs> I was gonna say you and I say you and Bobby Portis are ready yeah, to go. Oh yeah, yeah. Bobby P. Um, all right, so let's quickly go ahead and review the results of last week and make some picks for this next week. Should we should we talk about the change in show format here? Go ahead. Uh, basically, I don't think that the in season podcasts have been as good as the off season podcast in because season. I haven't. I n not end of season. Yeah. It sounded like end of oh. season to me. Maybe I don't know. I don't even know what end season is. In in season, middle season. It's like end game. It's when Thanos <laughs> comes to Earth. <laughs> Um, no, 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 you're thinking of Ender's game. I mean, there's a little boy. <laughs> no, I don't think the last few weeks have been as good. So we're going to kind of change things up, and we'll do all of our <laughs> weekly reviews and previews in the Pick'em segment. And then we will close the show with kind of an in-depth look at a particular team, and we'll just rotate through. Because I feel like the in-depth stuff is the better stuff anyway. Yeah. Or at least it's the stuff that I like There's better. more. There's more so, meat on the bone. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so last week... Um, uh, when it came down to these matchups, yeah, let's go through mine real quick. Um, Yao Ming Dynasty versus the Flying Hellfish. I picked Yao Ming Dynasty to win 5-4. I got a point there. Bryce chose Yao Ming Dynasty to win 6-3. The result was Yao Ming Dynasty won 7-2. It's amazing that even I sell myself short. <laughs> we both got a point. Uh, Avatar on Blu-ray versus the Highlanders. I picked uh, the Highlanders to win 6-3, and um, Bryce did the same, and you said high, Avatar and Blu-ray won? Correct. Avatar and Blu-ray won 5-4. So we both did not score a point. I was I was, I was, was kind of watching this one as my like backup stat tracker, uh-huh. um, and I think the Highlanders needed six po- five points to tie 
from Fred Van Vliet with about a quarter and a half to play. And he, oh, he, had, he had a stinker five. that last game. He did not get five points. Um, so it was, it was a tight one. <clears throat> uh, Boom Shakalaka versus Keyboard Cat. I had Boom Shakalaka winning 5-4, and you had the same. And the result was Boom Shakalaka 6-3. Correct. So we both got a point. Uh, <clears throat> East Mesa Trading Company versus Super Zombies. You had Super Zombies winning 7-2. I had Super Zombies edging out a win at 5-4 and was 100% correct. Wow. As I look at Ben across the table with his five wins to my four wins. Nice moral Hey, victory. good win. Nice hey. moral victory, East Mesa Trading Company. I'll take it. Not bad. Uh, still lost. Still lost. This is all I have, guys. Uh, Rainbow Riders versus winning eight Toto. I had Rainbow Riders 8-1. Bryce had Rainbow Riders 7-2. I believe the result was Rainbow Riders 6-3. That is correct. So we both got a point. Uh, Desert Storm versus the Goats. Uh, you had the Desert Storm 5-4. I had Goats 6-3, and it was Desert Storm 6-3. Yes, it was. So you got a point. I did not. Pride versus the flock. We both chose the flock 5-4, and we were both wrong. The pride won 5-4. Correct. Yeah. Uh, we went out and earned his own respect since we wouldn't give him a... After three weeks, uh, Dallin leads Bryce 21 points to 16 points, but it is a long season. It is. And, uh, and I'll remind you, this is I'm all I have. <laughs> this is it. I'm in, a, I'm in a comeback type of mood, so... Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Um, so next week we have Yao Ming Dynasty versus Avatar on Blu-ray. I'll go ahead and give mine on this. Um, I've got Avatar on Blu-ray winning 6-3. Bryce. Yao Ming Dynasty 5-4. Doesn't matter if Kyrie doesn't play or Jimmy Butler doesn't play. Yao Ming Dynasty 5-4. Doesn't mean if I have no players on the court. Um, I'll Por- still win. Porzingis should be back tomorrow. Is he really? He was supposed to play Monday, but then they canceled the game. That changes things a little bit. Um, and then Kemba Walker might be back Friday. He's practicing, okay. though. So. But he's got to p- compete with Peyton Pritchard for minutes. I don't know how that's... We'll see. He, well, I'm sure he's not going to just like walk into a bunch of minutes. But <laughs> it'll be better than nothing, which is yeah. what he is literally, he's giving me. So. All right. Snaking it. Boom Shakalaka versus Rainbow Riders. Who do you got? I've got Boom Shakalaka, 6-3. He's playing well. Rainbow Riders isn't. Okay. I have Brogdon's been great. Turner's been great. Yeah. He doesn't seem to need Blake Griffin, which is nice because he ain't got him. At least doesn't have any stats coming from him. Yeah. But Blake Griffin's also one of those guys that could just randomly give you a good one. It would be random at this point. Yeah. Ouch. Uh Dallin's got Rainbow Riders winning five four. Uh, Flying Hellfish versus Winning Ain't To Do. This is a this is a real nail biter. This is a real barn burner. The Rebuilders. This is uh, like if I was playing one of them. I think. Well, if Flying Hellfish were healthy, I would say not really. better than that. But I've got them six three. Okay. Um, the Flying Hellfish. Yes. And flying Hellfish six three. That is also what I have. Um. Go ahead, Bryce. Super Zombies versus Desert Storm. What do you got? I have Super Zombies 5-4. That's right, you do. I um, I don't know. It Desert Storm's outperformed him thus far, if I'm being honest. But we'll see. He 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 was actually getting a lot from Seth Curry, and he gets nothing from Seth Curry now. But mm. uh, we'll see. We'll see. I've got Desert Storm 5-4. Dur- Durant was one point shy of a triple-double tonight. 
34-9-13. Yeah. Duncan Robinson had six three-pointers. So. I'd take Kevin Durant. Yeah. Which Bet- between the two? Between the two. <laughs> but, uh, no, I have Desert Storm winning 5-4. I just think they're hot. Um, I want my candy bar back. Oh, yeah. I ate it. <laughs> um, I'm going to get out of here. <laughs> goats versus the Flock. I've got the Flock winning 5-4. I've got the Goats 5-4. That was a tough one for me. Um, was it tough for you? Eh. I uh, I worry that the flock's not that good. Well, well, let's see. We'll get, really we're gonna get Benson. You, we're gonna get Benson on the show to see how much he's worried about it because he might not be. I think he's a little worried about it. Um, EMTC, the East Mesa Trading Company versus Keyboard Cat. I've got Keyboard Cat winning seven two. Oh, I've got the same thing. There you go. Now, if we listen to Mortal Kombat theme song, do you think you might bump that up to 6-3? <laughs> I had it at a 5-4, and I was like, no, no, no. He's winning 7-2. Uh, <laughs> uh, Highlanders versus the Pride. What you got? I've got the Pride at 5-4. Really? Yeah. Given Brandon Ooh, that respect? I guess. Gets the number one power-ranked team and the number one team in the league? Yeah. You're not impressed by Trevor. No, I don't respect him. He has no power here. <laughs> he has a great deal of power. He's a very good team. I just think the Pride's really hot right now. Yeah, that's what I put too. Pride 5-4. <laughs> Sorry, Trevor. I'm laughing just because I give Bryce high time. And then Trevor didn't pick up Gary Harris, though. So. So. Oh, well, there you go. Um, he's missing out on Fournier this week. Rosen didn't play tonight. Maybe this is the every other week for Fournier. Maybe. Is he going from every other year to every other week? I don't know. I don't know what he's done this year, to be honest. I would be curious to know. Um, he's sitting at number 96. Year. That's in not bad. and a half minutes, yeah. I wonder, does, I wonder, does his role, do we think his role improves with Mark Fultz being out more so than? I think it changes. I don't know if it's better. I think he's kind of better playing off ball mm-hmm. than being shoehorned into a point guard role that he really doesn't fit. Let's let Cole Anthony worry about that. Um. Yeah. That's it for the pick'em. So the 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 results will be posted next week. We'll see how everything goes. I'm sorry for offending half of you and one of you across from actually two of you. Well, you said you're both going to lose. I'm sorry about that. (laughs) You also said you were going to lose. It's everybody. I've offended everybody in the room. Um. All right. So now, 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 now we go through and we do a deep dive on one of the teams. I told you all that I was the greatest of all time. Boys? Are we worried? Uh, yes. Is he? We just said he's sixth in the rankings. If, if he isn't worried. He's good enough to be in the playoffs, according to the algorithm? Yeah. I mean, the team's okay. One of my problems is that I don't know that he's really taking it seriously at this point. Like I don't, I don't understand how you can have Pokushevsky. Like, uh, unicorn, obviously. His his. He's trying his to prove me wrong. Field goal. I said he drop per, him and he hasn't. He's making less than one field goal per game. On the season, he's zero point nine for four point three. Hit two blocks tonight. Twenty percent. I don't care. Would you rather have Tyus Jones? 
I'd rather have somebody spit in my face than have Alexei Pokerchevsky on my team. <laughs> like, it's, it's terrible. So, yes, I really have time So, Taylor, before you, uh, before you make Bryce any offers for Pokerchevsky, just spit in his face. <laughs> it's just, he's, he's used. And the thing is, like, even the most optimist, the most sensibly optimistic reading of Pokerchevsky before the season was, okay, well, maybe this guy will be good in, like, two or three years. And, you know, to, 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 to pick him up now and to carry him now seems wildly inappropriate. If he were sitting on top. <laughs> Sorry, just that seems so, so harsh. Wildly inappropriate. <laughs> he's, he's in, what, 11th place right now? Yeah. That's terrible. If he were sitting in, like, like I've done that where I'm, I'm like, sitting on top of the league and I'm like, well, I'm, I can carry this guy. He's not very good. I'm but just I worried, though, because usually the day after a podcast, I get a text from Taylor saying, good pod. And um, I'm really worried that we're not going to get that text tomorrow, and I want to keep our viewers happy, Bryce. Taylor's, I think Taylor's mostly worried about Dallin Gary Harrising him. As soon as, from, he, as soon as he drops him, as soon as he drops Poku, he'll be picked up. It sounds like sabotage to me. <laughs> but he's not really fully committed the same way that you are. More than likely, he has three or four other women that he has where he never closed those doors the same way he didn't close the door with you whenever – was the wrong part of that but that fits too why not yeah oh, he's a problem um, and apparently a womanizer well Maybe. i, I believe what was supposed to play he's not, he's not a particularly attractive man i believe what was supposed to play is this doing enough to keep you in and around him to keep pulling you back whenever you're finally one foot out the door or maybe even two yeah i don't even think that's applicable because has he had a single good game plus one uh um, it just no. <laughs> yeah, so he's the defensive stats have been there on certain games, right? Like a couple steals, blocks, like that. That's enough to keep you entertained. Defensive stats are hard to come by. He's to Taylor's credit. He's a, I mean point nine blocks a game and point seven steals. Like so, I mean he's so there's and it's only sixteen minutes. But the thing is, on a team that has no interest in winning, on a team that is only focused on playing for the future and they only give him 16 minutes a game because he's unplayable because he doesn't have an NBA body and I don't know that that ever changes yeah well I mean clearly... so it's like, like a he's gonna have to like grow into an NBA body do they have in and outs in Oklahoma they don't they need to get some in and out and just feed them burgers yeah I would say he definitely needs to put on weight not just like kind of needs to like he definitely needs to the problem to. is like even then he has to also get good at basketball, like NBA good at basketball. Ouch. And he he's shooting twenty percent. But if like, Poke, but if Pokerchevsky was to go to In and Out, he'd probably be an idiot and be like protein style, uh, hold the sauce. I doubt that's true. I think it's really more just like a um, hold the meat, issue. hold the meat. Can I, can I just have lettuce? Um, no, I I don't think envisioned a bird. <laughs> he looks not unlike a bird, <laughs> right? Um, all right. Well, clearly that's not the only, I mean, what's the... no Cole Anthony is putting up some numbers, but he's also kind of shooting 31%. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a problem. 10 it, shots a game. That's not, now he's, he's kind of just punting for or field goal and that's fine, but I don't, he's not really positively contributing in a lot of other areas. It's, he's an interesting player and I understand owning him, but to have, 
three. He's got three different rookies, and all of them are really dragging him down. Like if you had, if you had right now, both of you, think of the answer before you say it. You have to pick one. An empty roster spot's not an option. Okay. <laughs> Cole Anthony, Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards. You have to pick one. That's hard. Is it though? And maybe that's telling. You say Anthony Edwards, I'm guessing because the upside's there? Because the upside's there. I don't I'm not a big Yeah, Anthony Edwards. Um Taylor and I once went through like old drafts and we were just looking at the guys that we missed on. Like players who were surprisingly good. And what types of players were surprisingly good. And one of them was like guys who were highly recruited out of high school. And then they had kind of a disappointing season in college and then were underdrafted, but then they like the talent was still there. They were just in a bad situation or whatever happened. It's like a Cam Reddish type? Um, yeah, that type of player. I don't remember. Honestly, I don't really remember examples of them. I, but it, it's something that did come up multiple times. And so I think that's kind of what Cole Anthony is because he was rated high. The problem is, A, it was a bad draft class. And as of such, it was a bad recruiting class. And mm-hmm. so being ranked number one there, like, it doesn't mean everything. You know, Scala VCA was once the number one recruit. And we yeah. saw how that played out. Yeah. So there are plenty of guys who fail like that. There there are problems with his game that I just don't know. He He's kind of short, and he's not a great athlete. And if you combine those two things, it's tough to succeed in the NBA. If you're Chris Paul skilled, you can pull it off. But he's not, and it's unreasonable to think that he ever will. If you're Kemba Walker skilled, then you can pull it off. But he's not. He's shooting thirty-one percent. Um, I was looking at it today. But Kemba Walker struggled his rookie season. With he did. Field goal. He did. But I don't think that it, that saying, well, you know, he was bad just like Kemba Walker, therefore he'll be good like Kemba Walker, is a. a it's hard to predict what that will be. That is not a, a yeah. good. If 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 that's if that's your scenario, then you should just be out picking up bad players. And that feels like a flawed plan. Right. Um, but he he doesn't get to the rim very often. He's only taking 12% of his shots at the rim and like triple that in the floater range of like three to ten feet. And what that says to me is just as I says, he he's not quick enough or he's not athletic enough to finish at the rim. And he's not big enough to finish over people. So he gets there and he has to shoot a floater over the center. And that's just not a very efficient shot. If you're, like, super, like, Trey Young good, okay, I guess, but he's not. And so I just think there are, like, structural problems to his game. Um, Do you think Cole Anthony is a backup point guard? Probably. Unless he becomes really good at hitting threes, I think that's kind of probably what he's going to be. Okay. And Well, he certainly was this year. I mean, that was the plan. And then he got thrusted into a role. Yeah. So, rusted. And, I mean, he's shooting 18% from three. Yeah. That's a problem. He's shooting a lot of them. That's about what I shoot. I haven't played basketball. And I'm always so glad long. when you shoot them. <laughs> I still hit them in your face. Some nights you get really hot. And you're, they're just going in. Oh, thanks, guys. This isn't about me, though. We can. Um, no, it's, That's right. It's, this is about Taylor. And, and, and the thing <laughs> is, if this were Taylor's only rookie, I'd say, okay, fine. Yeah, I mean, it's good to have a project. But when you've got four or three? Three. 
Because Basley's Basley's just Basley's pretty good. He's yeah. been good, so that's not a problem. But but when you've got three projects, um, as you, we've kind of alluded to, if if Taylor were in my position though, to his credit, like if he were, he's not rebuilding. If he was though, I would say he had a good draft. Yeah, Pokachevsky's got promise. No, as far as like what he could be, I still wouldn't have him on my roster. If he were a free agent, would you pick him up? I would look at it. I would look really seriously at it. I already called that. He's gonna Gary Harris him if he drops him. I, I like. I don't know if I would. Like, I, there's he a would. really good chance that I would just like let Taylor him be on the waiver wire and just watch him. Taylor, he's gonna do yeah. it. I mean, if I were you, I wouldn't. I, I just think. But I'm just saying, like, I understand. I would, I, I would have. Cole Anthony. I understand. Um, I understand it though from like a rebuilding team's perspective, not from Taylor's perspective. Maybe like at the draft, but then after like week one, you should have gotten rid of him. Yeah, at least. Yeah, but even but, then, like. But Anthony Edwards. I mean, like again, if you're a rebuilding team, like he's the number one overall pick. There's upside there. Cole Anthony thrusted into this role again, thrusted, uh, and uh, Baisley. He's turned out well. So I do think that he had a good draft. If he were a rebuilding team, he's not can't carry all these projects no and i think he's kind of wanting to play as a rebuilding team so that he can recharge his team as it gets older then he'll have like a new generation of players but it just it would be awesome if the other if, if 10 it, guys on your team were good enough to carry yeah, him. i think yeah. he was expecting his big names to be better than they have been yeah russell westbrook has been terrible terrible predicted by me he's ranked 120 right now that's not what you'd expect from Russell. Can we, can we, what is, 38% what is, field goal, thank you. 66% free throw. The rest of it's good. And so if you look at it and say, well, he's punting a field goal, who cares about the field Is he goal? a punt to free field goal team? He is a punt field goal team. He he actively punts field goal. I think he's 13th in the league right now in field goal percentage. Yeah. So but his kid, he's not helping fun. your free throw. But, yeah, and that's the thing is, like, if you lose both percentages, yikes. You better hope your team rebounds assists. And... Bob Covington's another one that hasn't been – as good as he should be. And I mean, I don't think those are two guys that will stay bad. I think Russell Westbrook's better than 120. Is he going to fix the shooting percentages? Because if he, if he doesn't fix the shooting percentages, he might not be. And he can, he can still, he, he's, he's more valuable to Taylor than 120. What's, what's, uh, what's Russell Westbrook's defensive stats for the season? 1.3 steals and 0.3 blocks. It's so, okay. Okay. okay, it's not bad. And that, but that's like what should be expected of him. And he is still very good at the other things. Um, um Covington's just not. Scoring. Yeah, Covington was the other one. What's what's his rank? One oh nine. This is Yahoo. Yeah. Okay. And see, that one would worry me. Where like he's just not scoring. He's averaging six points a game, six and a half points a game. How many minutes are they giving Covington? Thirty. Yeah, wow, okay. he'll play. He'll play the minutes, and frankly, if anything, they should give him more minutes, and then well, when, Carmelo Anthony fewer. When, when McCollum the is the best player right. in the NBA, yeah, I like, I thought Covington Coving- would be better in Portland, oh. and mind you, it's only three weeks in, but I thought so he'll, too. He'll be, but... no, he'll be worse than you because in in Houston was perfect because they just had him playing center, and so he was just able to feast on the blocks. Yeah, and that's not going to happen. Plus. James Harden gets his guys open three point shots, and so I, I certainly I mean, a lot I better he was a than McCollum. I thought, he was, I thought yeah. he'd be better than averaging six and a half points. A game. Yes, he should, he should be better, yeah, and, he, and he'll I, I, he'll get better than that. He's just shooting. What's his three point field goal percentage? So is this another example of bad luck? Thirty five percent. Yeah, Covington and 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 Westbrook are these examples of bad luck or 
Westbrook, I don't think so. I think this is just kind of what Westbrook is for a few years, and then he'll be out of the league. Okay. Um, Covington, I think, is going to get better. Um, Westbrook, by the way, is 10th most damaging free throw shooter in fantasy. Oof. Worse than guys like Yusuf Nurkic, De'Aaron Fox, Mitchell Robinson. Worse than LeBron James. Worse than DeMontis Sabonis. Worse than Blake Griffin. Um, it's a problem. I'm just pulling up Taylor's roster right now. I'd say trade him to me, but the 38% field goal percentage is a killer. Yeah. On a high volume. He's taking 19 and a half shots a game. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if he's the most damaging by field goal percentage. Um, but, I mean, if you're punting field goal, then who yeah. cares? He's second to Devontae Graham right now. It, I mean, it doesn't hurt him in yeah. the field goal column, I, but it, but it hurts. Like you can't. Who are you going to trade him to? I know yeah, that we've yeah. talked Westbrook a few times, and I just can't. He has to go to a punt team. Over five turnovers a game on thirty. Right, right, right. I mean, Westbrook is he's not where he needs to be. He's obviously assist turnover ratio is. Uh, when he's obviously assisting like ten a game, but when you're doing five, you're really only giving up five assists a game, and that's kind of mediocre. Oh, I will say. As of Saturday, he as bad as Westbrook was at free throw, the Ghosts were sitting at second in the league in free throw percentage. Okay, so maybe, so maybe he's, he's not just, hurting me as bad as we thought he was. Yeah. As and of so, Saturday? As of Saturday, that's where I go. You got something more decent? No, I'm just, I was just oh, looking. Okay. I'm like, Westbrook hasn't played in the last two games, so. Yeah. So he, he um, yeah, if he's punching field goal, then he doesn't care about Westbrook's crappy field goal. If he's still second in free throw, he doesn't care about Westbrook's. Crappy free throw. And then he's giving you counting stats. And then Westbrook's giving you the other stuff. It's only so, shooting yeah. five free throws a game, so it's not high volume. But um, really, yeah, that's a problem. That's why I can't remember. That's if... a problem. If he's, you're good. Like, like, I think, I think that's what so, like, he's shooting sixty five percent. That's what the, that's what the demise of Russell Westbrook looks like. Is he no longer gets to the rim? He no longer gets to the line because he no longer gets to the rim. If he's just like a jump shot shooter, that's horrible. Like if, if that's if, if Westbrook is just shooting a bunch of jump shots, he's the worst player in the NBA. Yeah, and like he'll the worst player in the NBA. Yes, worst is he worse than Pokusevski? <laughs> uh, yes, because oh, he's like, he's like, he's like hold if, on to that. There you have if, it, Taylor. Drop if, Russell Westbrook. Hold on to Poku. If Westbrook's only shooting, that's kind of what Pokusevski is, except he plays more minutes and has the ball in his hand all the time. So that actually, like, on one hand, for fantasy, that's good that he's not getting to the line. But for reality, that would freak me out. And he'll he'll continue to do what he's doing for the rest of the year, I would think. Yeah. Health permitting. But right now he's in Taylor's IR. So yes. Well, health permitting is not permitting. I thought he was just like out for a back to back. Well, he's missed last two games, so. Well, yeah, back to back. Raul How? Left quad injury. Oh. Yes. Well, he, he needs that. Now, I can't remember if you had mentioned this or not, but I feel like you did. Are we also saying Robert Covington's a little underperforming at the, at the moment? Yes. Um, feels like he's been averaging, what, around five to seven points a game? Six and a half. Oh. I would expect that to write itself. Sure. Um, and, on, and on terrible efficiency. I don't. I don't think that he's ever going to be in a situation as good as last year's Rockets team, 
but well, he's known for his defensive. That's that's you get Robert Covington because you want those defensive numbers. Is he giving him that at least? One and a half blocks, 0.4 steals. So the steals can come up. The steals can come and up. The blocks is the one thing we thought would go down. Was he Houston. a big free throw shooter in Houston? I don't remember. I can't imagine. He's he's just never a high usage guy, and he's never really attacking the rim. He's just. I, I would think that his offensive contributions are stand in the corner and a couple times a game shoot a jump shot. And really, that's what it should be. Play the, pro- the problem is James Harden's good at getting you that open three-point shot where and feeding you a pass, whereas Lillard and McCollum, less so. And, I mean, pretty much everybody's less so. I was going to say Nurkic might Harden. be the best one at doing that. He's a decent passer out of the yeah. short roll. But he's not doing a whole lot. I don't know. It. I don't think the situation's ever going to be as good, but he's kind of a streaky shooter, and he's on a cold streak. And there's just no usage there, no. right now. No, and like nothing. Is that significantly different than what he's done historically? I guess I, I, I guess I don't know. He was just so good last year. I, I mean, he he's taking six shots a game. I would be and hitting thirty five percent of them. Yeah, that's that's the problem. Is. But I don't know. I mean, bumping that up to 45, what that means that he's hitting an extra one basket a game. That's he's, not... he's, for six points a game, what is he ranked? Like a hundred, like 109. That could have been a lot worse, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. So going going back, this year he's taking 6.2 shots, uh, field goal attempts per game. Last year, 7-9. The year before that, um, 9-0, before that, 11.1, 8.3. So he's been going down each year. So decline so the last three years. Yeah. Maybe this is just what he's going to be this year? No, nah, he's going to get I could, The efficiency will go up. The efficiency and then, will and then go up. Help. I don't think the – yeah, I don't think the – Don't think usage But the usage is what I was referring to, yeah. sorry. No, I think – it wouldn't surprise me if it bumped up a little bit, mm-hmm. but only a little bit. Well, if, let's say CJ or, or Dame gets hurt. Then maybe his usage goes up. No, because he's still the same guy who's just going to you know? sit behind the three-point line and shoot threes when he gets a. But maybe they ask him to do that more often if CJ or Dame aren't taking as many threes. Is what I'm saying. Maybe. Or Carmelo just takes more threes. Oh yeah, Carmelo. Carmelo just <laughs> Forgot about Carmelo. Yeah, he's the and second best Melo in the league right now. Really, I can see his hey. minutes. I can see his minutes creeping up at thirty minutes, forty-five seconds. It wouldn't shock me if that ended up closer to 32, 33. Yeah, which helps a little. Yeah, um, gives you another I shot. Know. I think I think he gets better. Maybe another. And there there are definitely players on this team that I look at and I think, yeah, he's going to play better rest of season. And that, that's a that's a, that's a trend I'm seeing here with Taylor's team. We can always end by saying with each player, well, they'll, but they'll probably be better. So I mean, like you said, bad luck. I mean, he's had a lot of guys that have underperformed, and he's still performed well. And he's performed well. The power rankings have him at six. Yeah. Let me ask you this, gentlemen. Does he make the playoffs this year? I consider just cutting you off and asking him what's coming. <laughs> um, if I had to guess, I would guess that he's probably in the playoffs. He's not that far out of it. He has the ability to win. He's good at what's – he's mediocre at seven – mediocre to good at seven categories and good at five categories. That's good enough to get you in the and playoffs. And so, yeah, like – that's he's gonna rip off some six threes, and I, maybe some seven twos, and maybe even against playoff teams. He I'd, be, to do that. I'd be surprised if he was a title winner this year. 
my prediction is that the title will go to whoever is healthy in the playoffs. Which could be Taylor. You just got to get into the show, baby. You got to get your punch your ticket to the dance. I, I, don't, I don't think he's going to get his bye week. He's been he's been getting that first round bye. That cushy little bye week. Consistent for a long time. Honestly, I and I... Like, I, think the, I think the light at the end of the might. tunnel for Taylor... <laughs> no. I think the light at the end of the tunnel for season. Taylor is that he's, he's only three games out. A lot could go right in the next 13 weeks. So. so it looks bad. It's week three. Try not to overreact. I got your back, Taylor. To answer your question, I think he is making the playoffs as well. I think Bob Cup gets better. I think even Westbrook is a little better than he's been. Do you think they get better enough to put him in the playoffs? I do. Okay. I think Chris Paul can be even better oh, than he's Chris been. Oh, Chris Paul, sure. He, right now, Yahoo's got him at 62. Yeah, so, I mean, there's a lot of room... As long as he can stay healthy. Is Pokachevsky rostered at the end of the year? Yes, but not by Taylor. <gasps> no, he shouldn't be. <gasps> Let me reverse the question because if he's going to be rostered by anybody, <sighs> Dallin, will he be rostered at the end of the season? I don't know. Josh, will he? <laughs> uh, uh, like I, I, I told Taylor this the other day, but I feel like if if – Pokocheski was on the waiver wire, I'd leave him there, but I would be watching him. It wouldn't be like a but like, but blatant like, disregard, but I would but be... But like I'd last look, week of the season, maybe he ends up on his team. A flyer for the next year? But it doesn't hurt me. Maybe. It's like a free, There's a possibility that happens. Like a free lottery ticket. It's yeah. like a free draft pick. Yeah, maybe, 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 but more more likely than not, I'm just watching the guy. I would say maybe. Maybe, but yes. I would say the A, the odds that he should be, zero. The odds that he is on a roster... Draft night of next season is lower than being on a roster. I want to see Pokachevsky spend his offseason with Oliver Miller, and then and then we'll see where he is at next year. In and out, I'm telling you. We'll see. Um, well, he's there, still not good though. <laughs> staying, staying on, staying yeah. on the Taylor. If the, he had the perfect body, he'd still be shooting twenty percent from the field. Well, you'd know all about having perfect bodies now, wouldn't you, Bryce? And shooting twenty percent from the field. Oh. oh! <laughs> and um, that was hard. No. I feel bad about it a little bit. Now nah, I'm over it. So Pokachev. Most nights I don't shoot enough to get to twenty percent. <laughs> it's like one what? of one of three is not twenty percent. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. Well, fair enough. Um. Well, the, the guy. Let's go to the top end of the, the roster here. The the real cream of the crop. Um. You've got Anthony Davis, and Dame Lillard. And am I missing somebody? I would put Chris Paul there. And Chris Paul. Chris Paul should be a top 20-ish player. His field goal percentage is about four, well, three points off. He's shooting 43.4 right now. And for his career, he's 47. Last year, 49. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's a significant difference. And that moves a lot of different numbers. Yeah. I think um, worst case, he's top 30-ish. He's only shooting 29. Where's he at right I now? mean, I guess worst case is he breaks 60? something and he doesn't play the So rest he can of improve. He's in the 60s. You'd say at least 30 spots. Yeah, he's shooting 28.5% from three. And he's a really good shooter. That's not gonna that's not gonna last. You can't, can't that's last. not gonna last. Yeah. So he'll get better. And that, mm-hmm. that moves the needle a lot. Or yeah. he'd be terrible forever, just trade him to me. Or he'll get injured, which or he'll get injured. That, that's um that is the worst case, I should say, yeah. Is there a difference, like in like in like location for Chris Paul? Like, is there is, like? I don't think the situation this year is. Worse the Suns than last doesn't year. change anything versus what the Thunder were giving him. Nah, 
I mean, I'm sure the system is different, but I wouldn't. I don't think that there's anything about the Suns. Are the surrounding pieces now better than OKC? I'd say so. Yeah. And I'm not even a Homer Suns fan, so. I mean, yeah. would you rather have DeAndre Ayton or would you rather have Shea Gildress Alexander? Oh, DeAndre Ayton. <laughs> well, I think it's more, it's, it's more Booker. <laughs> I see what you did there. It's more Booker to Ayton and the, or Booker to Shea and then like Ayton right. to Stephen Adams. He's referencing right. your trade. Yeah, I understand yeah. that. <laughs> Just wanted to point it no, out. No, I understand. Um, no, I, I think that. Bryce Phoenix understands is, the five to six undercuts I throw a, a week. Towards the he just ignores them. Yeah, he brushes I'm, by I'm that. He's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a very no. I, I think it was a good trade for you. I said that. Um, no, like the Suns have lots of shooting to surround Chris Paul with, like guys like got, Cam Johnson. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's part of why he hasn't been as good. He hasn't had to carry as much. I think I think if you just corrected that field goal percentage, that would be a lot. I think it. he'll get better, but um, yeah. for sure, yeah. Zero point seven steals feels low for Chris Paul. It is low for Chris Paul, um, and that is a number. Like steals are kind of tied in well, to athleticism, with... and like he's an old man. As by, a... and by like NBA standards, he's an old man. I feel like as a longtime Suns watcher, though, I feel like that's Phoenix is where defense comes to die. Like it. Like maybe Chris Paul, he like Chris Paul will turn that around. But this yeah, his averages up there. This because I was trying to make a move for Chris Paul in the off season, and it was mostly because of his steals. I was there. This season, zero point seven for his career, two point two. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Two point twos. That's I probably know. where your biggest swing comes from. And and, and but that, that's a big drop off. Trying to get a steal with him. Well, because last year was 1.6, so to go from 1.6 to less than half of that, it is. A, All right, a, that's a I feel a, I feel a board bet here. Ooh, yes, board bets. I feel well, I don't, like I don't I don't disagree. No, 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 not, not, not like a board bet. Well, let's set the line somewhere. Like Chris Paul, does he average at the end of the season? I'll take the opposite of what you say. So you get to choose. I will take the other. Does he finish above uh, or below 1.4? No, no, no I, set the, I set the line. All right, you set the line. Uh, Sorry, I just wanted to participate. One, above or below 1.3? Below. Ooh. At, are you saying at or below? Below. Let fewer than 1.3. And I'll take at or above. Oh, you get at too? Well, somebody's got to have 1.3 because there's, not, there's can, not really a middle. Ben, ben can have the 1.3 on the nose. Yeah. No, we'll just have, we'll just have Ben calculate it out to like the uh, – thousandth place all right that's fine i'll take the above on the 1.3 the odds of it being exactly 1.3 seemed extraordinarily small i mean math is hard so i don't anyway all right so add that to the board um it's an end of the season board. if you would ask me preseason i'd have taken over but since he's already at 0.7 yeah it's like he's got to improve points he's got to double for me to win that and since he's already that's a point to Bryce. Go I would have taken. I would have taken the lower. We'll see though. I'll take the upper. Um, me set the line though. No, that's good. It's fine. I was. Th- I was gonna set it one point three. I almost said one point two, but whatever. Uh, oh, you said you would have taken one point three as well. If I had said line, that's what I would have said. Uh, it's on the board. Put uh, it on the board. Chris Paul, Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis is gonna get a lot better if he's outside the top three. He's underperforming. I, th- I think Plain Anthony and Davis is great. Yeah. I'd have taken him number one overall. It'll in be fine. In our redraft league, the, the other league year. that we're in, I had the second pick. Number he one overall in our redraft. Uh, we don't even talk about redraft here. I'm just saying, though, like, he will move up from where he's at. Yes. I took him number two I overall. Glad. I expect him to be. I heard today that the top four spots in that league are held by members of our league. 
at least the top three. I know Trevor's first. I think no, Trevor's third. Benson's first. I'm second. Yeah. Or or some somewhere like that. We're all in there. Because our maybe Brandon too. Yeah. I don't know. Um. Okay, so Anthony Davis oh. will improve. Chris Paul, we we think will improve. The other one mentioned was Dane Willard. I feel like Basley's a little bit slowing down. The rebounds are still strong. The blocks are strong. But other than that, I mean, maybe he's also realized Pokachevsky's not steals, good. And he's not worried about these points. I take it back. He had a decent game tonight. He he, he's game. okay. He's worth owning. Basley? Yeah. Basley? Basley. Basley. Your choice. Um, it's not your choice. Avdia. <laughs> we need to Google how do you pronounce Terry's name. Um, but Dame Lillard, again? Dame I'll, Lillard. I'll throw that out there. I think he'll get better. He won't be. Right now, he's ranked 27. It wouldn't surprise me if he's outside the top 10. I think that's his floor. So I think he's hitting his floor. It can only get better. I don't think that's unreasonable. I think I think he's... Is he, is he fall within or without? Outside, outside the top 10. I think he's probably outside the top 10. What did you say, Ben? At the end of the year, Dame Lillard. Top 10 or 11 or up? Mm, I say he's probably out, but it's close. Fif- below fifteen? No. I mean, like he'll be a top fifteen player. He'll be top fifteen player. So I mean, yeah. All right. Do you think top fifteen? Yeah, that seems reasonable. Okay. Um, I will say, last year number three. This is on basketball monster. Last year number three. Prior to that, twelve. 8, 16, and 21. So, so maybe saying 27 is his floor is not being fair. Maybe he's just, yeah. I think basketball monster has him at 25. Like he's he, he's really good. He'll he'll be better than 25, I think, probably. Yeah. He'll be fine. But that's that's the I guess that's the again the thread that the common theme we're seeing with t- these every single player we're talking about on Taylor's roster we're seeing he'll probably be better. So Except for poker chest, maybe. Uh, maybe <laughs> Anthony. But can it get worse than Pokocheski? So maybe he's only got only up to go. Well, that's true. Yeah, dropping him and replacing him with a not horrible player makes him a lot better. So, so yeah, there's a lot of room for growth there. And let's like, not hit the panic button. Let's let the ship ride itself. Sure. Let's let Taylor, yeah. uh, you know, take some deep breaths, which I'm sure he's done. Watch that waiver wire. Move on with his uh, his season. We all think you're a playoff team. Yeah, probably, but. It's, it's a lot tough, tougher this year. It's a lot tougher this year. It's a lot. It's a different year. I feel like in some ways he's kind of just reacted to the change in the league too slowly, because well, I'm Taylor. I'll, I always yeah. make the playoffs. I'm Taylor. I make the playoffs. I don't. I, I can. I can carry all these bad players. It doesn't matter. And it's like, oh no, it matters this year. Yeah, that's true. I see that. Um, anything else we want to add on the old goats? Nope. With that sharp logo, I still wear the T-shirt on a regular basis. Would you rather have the bighorn sheep in the logo or Pokachevsky? I don't know what. I don't. I, in the, sure. in, in a, on, on your fantasy basketball team. On, oh, on my team, would I rather have? Let's say that the bighorn sheep bighorn played sheep for the Pelicans. Or probably, <laughs> I feel like the sheep is going to foul out quickly. <laughs> Over aggressive, but maybe he gets a couple. Maybe he gets a couple steals and some. No, uh, I'm going to take. Probably doesn't turn the ball over very much. He's probably offensive foul every time he's got the ball. Yeah, 
or charge traveling, after charge after charge. or I don't know. <laughs> so Poco. All right, Poco beats the sheep. Poco is better than a literal wild animal. Um, Marquee well, which matchup. Which one would you rather fight? I'd rather fight Poco. <laughs> Different question. Well, you're kind of a you're you're a fit, you're a fit guy. I mean, he's an athlete, but I mean, he's skinny. One point, one good. Who would blow. you rather fight? I don't know. I don't want any ill feelings, friendship wise. You it's know, not ill feelings. You're you're in a cage, UFC. You're fighting a a mountain goat sheep. Oh, I thought I was choosing between you and Pokachevsky. No, no, no. You're oh. literal mountain uh, bighorn sheep. Or oh, I'll take Poku. Poku. I'll yeah, fight Poku over a sheep any day. Uh, in an MMA cage, though, like I don't know how much room <laughs> a mountain goat. They don't need much room. I wouldn't think so. They don't need you're much right, room. You're right. You're right. Yeah, that thing's gonna destroy me. And the problem is, the ref is probably incapable of hauling. Unless um, <laughs> the um, ref isn't no. Hold on now. If you're in the cage, is that she? Is that she strong enough to break through the cage? Like if he if he channels his energy just right and he hit that gate straight on. You might just punch her hole. If I can ride the back of the sheep, tame it. You can't. Tame it. You can't. Tame it. And and we become one. We bust her that gate together. But that's besides the point. Marquee matchups. Getting too late. (laughs) Who do you who do you have this week as your marquee matchup? Are you asking me? Asking all of you. My marquee matchup will be my matchup with the Desert Storm, the two undefeated teams. I think there's some other good matchups, but obviously I'm biased towards myself and two teams with no losses. It's got to be. Bryce, who do you got? Um, I'm going to go with the number one team in the power rankings versus the number two team in the power rankings, Highlanders versus the Pride. I think they're both good teams. They're both playing really well. Um serious playoff implications fighting it out for i mean it's too early to say they're fighting for the bye week but you know those wins matter but they're fighting everything the light touches is our kingdom there can be only one That was and, also a great show. Yeah. And I, well, I was having some technical difficulties before, but you said you were going to be watching yours. Yeah. Would a coward have this? What the hell is that? These are my words, Mother. From Army. Well. Ben versus Ben. Ben versus Ben. Undefeated versus undefeated. One versus two. Over here. With Bryce. One versus two. Ben versus Ben. The undefeateds. I'm going a little different direction, folks. Um, you know... Tim Frazier, is it Tim Frazier? Walt Frazier? Who was it? Who played fought Muhammad Ali? Tim Frazier is a basketball player. Is it Walt? Is his name Walt Frazier? Joe Frazier. Joe Frazier versus Joe Frazier. He was yeah. also on an episode of The Simpsons. <laughs> or whatever that's worth. Also Joe, a great show. Joe Frazier versus Muhammad Ali. Got nothing on this matchup. I'm watching the Flying Hellfish versus Winning Ain't To Do. To do. To do. Winning isn't everything, it's really clear to me. No, winning isn't everything. I think if we were all from squad in the fightiest company in the third fightiest battalion in the army. 
Yep, I uh, I can appreciate two rebuilders going at it. I want to see where we're at. I think Jay's a little further along in the rebuild, but he's kind of banged up. So we'll see. We will see. Ben, anything you want to plug? Thanks for having me. Anything you want to unplug? No, I'm just glad that my team is finally good. Yeah. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Let's hope you make those playoffs, huh? Get rid of all these fat aristocrats and their ivory towers who've been sitting on top for so long. See, when you said get rid of these fat, I thought we were going to talk about Thomas Bryant. Oh, man. It's too soon. <laughs> it's too soon. Oh, first hands. Um, Bryce, anything? No. All right. Well, folks, you know what that means. <laughs> Access to the studio's wardrobe and makeup department. He was eager to both see his daughter and prove to his wife that he had what it took to be an actor. It was the exact plot of the film Mrs. Doubtfire. There was also some Mary Poppins in there. Let's get this house cleaned up. 